0: Alderman Rosanna Rodriguez-Sanchez is with us. She represents the 33rd Ward. I really have to tell you, the tweet that you said, get your summer uniform ready, loved it, and I'm ready to buy one of those (laughs) T-shirts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I, I already got mine. I'm really excited to wear it this summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're not clued into what I'm talking about, after uh Fox News came to Naperville to talk about Chicago, uh people were especially John Williams were like, "Wait, why are they going to a Naperville diner to talk about Chicago?" <laughs> of course, they want to paint Chicago in a bad light and some very enterprising entrepreneurial people in Chicago have come up with a t-shirt that says shut the F up about Chicago, because <laughs> our crime here is not as bad as it is in 19 other cities in America. So yeah. I am...
1: Um, and they I, have they have a version for the north side, for the south side, for the suck fans.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's variety. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for joining us today. Of course, it's all about the migrants and where they're going. I remember talking to folks in the neighborhood and uh, part of the community when the move was to South Shore High School, and they were using language that some people identified as vaguely racist. But what they were saying is, hey, they don't fit the vibe of the neighborhood. They don't speak the language. And I think there has been some thought put into that, that maybe if you could arrive here and go to a church where they speak your language or deal with a merchant that speaks a language, it might help Might help you. I don't know. What's your take on that? So I think that it, I mean, it is unfortunate, right? That, that
1: there is this rhetoric going around about immigrants, mostly because we are living in a, in a moment where there is a lot of anti-immigrant sentiment across the nation that is being fueled. Um, and I think that, you know, Chicago has a history of being a sanctuary city. Um, and and we're trying to make Chicago live up to, up to that name. Um, I think, it is, I think it was problematic that places like Englewood, for example, where there has been um, a lot of disinvestment, were the places that were picked to send people in very precarious situations because then there is this sense of competition right, for resources. And that's not what we want. So I, I think that it is very important to look at context here in the, in the northwest side where I am at, um, in Albany Park. We have organized ourselves in a really sophisticated way, which I, I mean, I know that we're really very good organizers, but the level of sophistication that we have mm. here going on between community, um, nonprofit organizations, communities of faith, like everybody has come together to create shifts so that we can support um, immigrants at the 17th district station, that we can support people at Brands in the respite center. And we have also moved um, about 15 to 20 families, to different churches in our community, um, and we're also supporting those families in those spaces. So we have created sort of a very intentional project up here to support the immigrants that are coming in. And I know that there are other elders that are doing similar work um, in their communities, like Byron Cicho Lopez has also been organizing uh, shadow shelters. Um, we, we are doing this work and we are doing it um, on top of all the rest of the work that we have to do, and it has been really consuming. But I have a lot of hope that now um, with the new mayor, we are going to be able to figure out the best practices in order to give people what they need.
0: And will this migrant crisis be the toughest thing that the new mayor has to face in his first year? You know what? I I
1: I don't know. I I can say that it is a really tough moment. We have had to work on this through a transition. So if transition, like transitions, are on their own, like really complicated moments, right? Of handoff and like assessment and recruitment and hiring and. You know, many of us have been doing some of the work of transition to try to better understand, you know, what the hand of conditions are at the same time that we are trying to provide for an influx of human beings that have gone through incredibly traumatic situations, right? So tending to people that are in a very uh, fragile state has, has taken a lot from all of us, Um so I, I don't know if this is the hardest, but it's definitely really, really hard.
0: Alder, have you spoken
1: with Alderman uh, Sposado about this plan to move into the community college there? I have not. That, there is one thing that I, you know, I understand that it is important to talk to community and to Alders, but there is also a, a matter of values um, that are inherent to our, our city. And um, when I was asked, if I was okay with people moving into Bruns Park as a respite center in Avondale, um, I, don't, I, don't own the, I, I don't own the park or the field house, right? I, I don't even have oversight or jurisdiction over the park because that's a sister agency. Um, and, and my understanding was this is what is needed right now. I am going to work with the city to move people here and then I'm going to reach out to community to help us support this, this this operation. And that's what we did. People came together. And right now I have a chat with like 124 people that are helping and more people that want to help. Right. So we always want to make sure that we're bringing community in because people want to help. I think that the more that we make this an issue that that is sort of debatable. Right. Um, the more space we create for that anti-immigrant sentiment. And, and that scares me very, very much because what I have seen in these meetings is, is actually really scary. I think that our communities should be working together. I think that we should be understanding that that people who are coming into our city, not by choice, um, and in very precarious situations, deserve a basic level of humanity, right? And, and, and this idea that we need to litigate this, um makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: we start um, we, we stop
1: when we look at the skin rather than look at the human. Yeah, and you know and 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 the conditions in which people are coming in, you know. I think that there's so many narratives that people go to. Um yeah, so no I have not talked to Alderman Sosato about this at all.
0: I know that it would take um it would take movement by the federal government but is there any opportunity that the migrants who are arriving in Chicago could get back to work in a, in a legal manner? Because what's going to happen is yeah. if you don't allow people to work and help support their family, then they're going to take jobs, you know, that pay cash, uh, maybe not the, not the safest or the most effective jobs that they are suited for. Is there any chance that these folks can get back to work and start a new life here?
1: yeah so we are definitely working with our partners in Congress. Um, I am in communication with uh, congresswoman Delia Ramirez. Um, at all times, I talked to her today I'm in, in communication with uh, congressman Garcia, and we are definitely pushing for for work permits for for people who are arriving because we first of all, there's work <laughs> there is yes. work to do um, and second, as you are saying it, when when people don't have permits to work they also end up getting into really unsafe situations right and and are open to abuse are open to losses because people are going to try to work no matter what um so so i think it is it is a matter of safety for everybody that that they get those permits and we are definitely advocating for that but yes that would be at the federal level
0: and of course one of the biggest arguments that you hear um is taking care of people in chicago Those who are unhoused, veterans who are suffering from mental illness and, you know, where the allocation of money goes. And um, how do you how do you explain that to people who question that?
1: Yeah, I think that is very disingenuous because the people who are saying that we need to take care of homeless people before are not people that are actively fighting for resources for that community. And I'm going to tell you that because I'm at the forefront of that fight. The okay. So if you were out advocating for Bring Chicago Home, and you have that take, I'm happy to sit down with you and explain why it is important that we take care of everybody. But if you are actually not doing anything <laughs> mm. to make sure that we have resources for homeless people, but now you all of a sudden are really interested in the well-being of homeless people, I have to say that I have to doubt that that is actually your intention when you talk about this. And let me tell you something, here in my world, we have been taken care. of both, right? I fight like hell for homeless people. Not long ago, uh, the state um, came to us uh, telling us that there would be construction in the highway and that the people that are in the encampments on the underpass were would have to be moved. And I fought like hell alongside my partners at the state level and my, um, and my colleague Carlos Ramirez Rosa here in, in, in Allondale to make sure that the people that were going to be moved from the encampment were allocated money to be able to be put in hotels. And we did that. And all of those people went to hotels because I was not going to allow moving people from the only place that they call home to just, you know, to be left, to be left alone to their own devices. A lot of those people had mental illnesses. So we were able to accommodate everybody in hotels with uh, an allocation from the state. And, and that was something that was fought for. Um, so I am always going to fight for, 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 for our government to make sure that, that we're taking care of everybody. And we can do that. Um, I think that it is a false choice to say, oh, well, if you're taking care of asylum seekers, then you cannot take care of homeless people. I think that we need to create the infrastructure to be able to support the well-being of everybody.
0: Yeah, and it never needs we, to be one or the other. You know, no, everything we, needs attention. Exactly. Thank you so much. We have to bump into the newsroom, but I appreciate you joining us today, and it's a continuing conversation, so I hope you'll be back. absolutely. Thank you for having me. Alderman Rosanna Rodriguez-Sanchez from the 33rd Ward.